Welcome to Anything Goes with Allie Christie, and welcome to our first episode ever. I'm so excited. So a little bit about me and what this podcast is all about before we get started. My name is Allie Christie, and I'm 19 years old, and I was born and raised in Reno, Nevada, Um, but I currently live in Fort Worth, Texas because I go to Texas Christian University, go frogs. Um, I'm majoring in nursing right now, and I'm hoping to become a pediatric nurse practitioner specializing in endocrinology so I could help kids with type 1. Kind of a mouthful. (laughs) But um, other than that, some of my hobbies. Growing up, I was super into hunter-jumper equestrian, still am. I love singing and songwriting. Hopefully some of my music will be released soon. We're waiting on that. I love running, cycling, swimming, literally anything outside, hiking, big fan, and I'm a huge coffee lover. Shout out to Dutch Bros, not sponsored, and I have type 1. So I've had type 1 diabetes since I was 4 years old, so I guess that puts me around having it, I guess, 15 going on 16 years now, and I created this podcast because I wish I kind of had something like it throughout the years or had someone who kind of understood what I was going through. Um, And I think type 1 diabetes in itself has more and more awareness and education being spread on it, especially in today's age, but still such a small part of the world population. I think sometimes it can feel really just impossible trying to find that level of support or even just finding a consistent person who really understands what's going on. So I really hope this podcast kind of helps others out there um, with that support system and find what I wish I had when I was younger, or even now, honestly. (laughs) So through this podcast, I'm hoping to just talk about type 1 diabetes, tips and tricks, college life, life stories, maybe some motivational episodes, special guests, and literally anything else I can think of. Honestly, anything goes with this podcast, which is kind of where I thought of the name to be quite fitting. So anyways, welcome and let's get to it. I wanted to talk about the highs and the lows. And when I say highs and lows, I mean in life and in regards to your high and low blood sugars. I don't know about y'all, but oh my goodness, when my blood sugar is high, it affects my mood so significantly. And I wish it didn't, but it does. I get triggered so easily and I always find myself going in circles thinking about how it's impacting my A1C or I'll be beating myself up about bolusing times or even just letting it affect my mood to the point where it'll affect my whole day. And the lows, oh my goodness, don't even get me started with the prepping for a run or a workout and then all of a sudden, your blood sugar just decides to dip out of nowhere. Or you finish your workout and it dips and then you have to treat it and it feels like your whole workout went to waste. And I swear, it feels like it's impossible sometimes. So, what do we do? You can't control your circumstances but you can always control how you react to each given circumstance. That's a quote by me from the 2018 California Writing Magazine. And I know it sounds so cliche, like, okay, Allie, yeah, that's great. Sounds so inspirational, but like, that's just not it. And to that, I say, well, yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's easy to preach, right? It's easy for people to tell you that you're doing great and everything's fine and to shoot out an inspirational quote and have you on your way. But truly... Until you're in your own mind and can feel happy with where you're at in life is then where you'll be able to find true happiness even during the highs and the lows. And having literal highs and lows on top of the life ones can make things really, really challenging. 
So here's what I've learned. Number one, find things that you can healthily control. Okay, so quick little story time. My first medal final ever, and little backstory on that too, medal finals are basically like nationals for equestrian riding. So my first medal final ever was called the Cloverleaf Medal Finals. It was probably about four or five years ago. And let me tell you, I worked all year long to get to these medal finals. I got all my points. I got my horse down there. I got my family down there. I was warmed up. I was ready to go. I was one person out from going into that arena and going into my first round. And all of a sudden, my pump starts alarming. And I'm like, shoot. So I used to have the Omnipod. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the pumps. But um, that's the wireless little port. So I was like, you know what? I'm fine. I don't need it for like two minutes. I ripped it off, threw it to my mom. I'm like, okay, unfazed, right? And then as if things couldn't get worse, I started shaking. And I don't know about y'all, but my low blood sugar symptom is that fight or flight feeling when you get scared or nervous. So every time I get nervous to go into the ring or let's say like do a school presentation, literally anything nerve wracking, I get that low blood sugar alert, right? So it's so hard to know whether I'm like just nervous or scared or if my blood sugar is actually low. So I was shaking and I was getting that fight or flight feeling and I'm like, no, no, no. Like it's, it's just cause I'm about to go in the ring. Makes perfect sense. I'm not low. I'm not low. Like I just ripped my pump off. There's no insulin flow going into me. How, how could I be low? So this person in front of me is probably about halfway through the round now. So I'm going in like less than a minute, right? And all of a sudden, my vision starts to blur a little bit. And I'm like, shoot, that's definitely not from nerves. So I go and check my blood sugar and it is low. Let me tell you, like low. I think it was 60 and dropping. It was it was not going good. So all we had at that gate was like this warm, sticky apple juice. I kid you not. So I start chugging this warm, sticky apple juice, which, of course, is great with like my nauseousness from being nervous about to go into the ring. So I'm chugging this warm sticky apple juice. My pump is off my body. I am so nervous. And all of a sudden, the girl's done with her round and it's my turn and they're calling me. And they're like, Allie Christie, you're up. Allie Christie, you're up. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, Allie Christie, like, are you coming? Like, do we need to cancel your spot? And I worked all year to get to this point. One of my little riding buddies comes up to me and she's like, hey, Allie, like, I'll take your spot. You take mine. And her spot was a little later in the round, which actually is very beneficial when it comes to riding. Um, But I was at the point where I just had to prove to myself at this point that I could do it. And my blood sugar was coming up at this point. It was safe. I was fine. A little rattled, but I was fine. So I said, no, I got it. I took a deep breath in. I was tearing up, wiped a little tear away, and I said, all right, I'm ready. And I walked into that ring, and I gave my best round, and I actually ended up winning that medal final that year. So kind of awesome story. Um, But anyways, so back to my number one, find things that you can healthily control. What could I control in that situation? 
I could control my emotions and how I could react to my given circumstance. You can't control your blood sugar in that given moment, but I can control what I do to correct it. And I can control how I let it affect my day. Here's one more little story to go along with that, which is a little off topic, but it ties in with this, I promise. Okay, so I was on TikTok last night and this Christian speaker came on and told like a little TED Talk story. So he was talking about God and about prayers. And he was talking about how he prays consistently throughout the day to God. And he was telling a little story about how he was at school and he saw this girl sitting at the lunch table alone and she looked upset. She didn't look like she was having a good day. And he starts praying. He's like, oh God, like, please help her. Please help her. Give her strength. Give her love. Give her happiness. Give her guidance. And then all of a sudden the little voice comes back and God is like, okay, well you go to her. And it's like, okay, well shoot, shoot. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm praying for her and I want you to help her, but like that requires me to go out of my comfort zone and put my energy in. Like, God, I was talking about you. But sometimes we have to understand that we're the answer. We are our own answer and solution, right? So how does this relate to what we're talking about? In the same type of way, we so easily let ourselves stay in our comfort zones knowing that we are the solutions to the problem at hand. I do this, and I know y'all do this. I mean, it's truly just human nature. We all have the resources, we all have the quotes, we have all the podcasts, and we know that one moment shouldn't define our whole day, right? Yet we let it, because it's easy. I'm totally victim of doing this. I, it's easy. It's easy to do this. It's easy to stay in our comfort zones and to go in a down, downward spiral and feel sorry for ourselves. But what if we decided to take a step back and look at the situation as a whole? We get to control our reactions. And in the same way that that TikTok speaker explained how we are sometimes the solution that we pray about, sometimes we're our own solution in our own life's problems. We have to take control of our emotions, take a deep breath, and remember that one moment does not define who we are or how our day is going to be. So that's number one, find the things you can healthily control. Number two, turn to your outlets. For me, that was my music, and it still is. Whenever I find myself in a funk or I'm just having a bad day or feel helpless because my blood sugars were just not cooperating, or maybe someone was being rude about me having to give my insulin shot in public, or whatever else it may be, I knew that I always had my music to turn back to. And I could write, and I could take it all out on my piano, or guitar, or ukulele. And honestly, I always felt a little better after doing that. Another outlet of mine was writing. So writing was the one time that I had to be so focused on my horse and the tasks ahead of me that I completely forgot that I had type 1. Not in an unsafe way. Like, if my blood sugar was going down, I could feel it and I would correct it. But other than that, I totally forgot about it. It was like a weight constantly being lifted off my shoulders. So if you can find that, whether it be an outlet that calms you or one that makes you forget out of all the love and focus that you have for that given thing, cling on to that because that is your outlet and that is so important. So number two, find an outlet. And then number three, exercise. And I feel like 
people say this everywhere all the time, but it is so true. Exercise, I feel like, affects my social life, my academic life, my family life, blood sugars. Literally everything just becomes better when I'm exercising. Because I feel healthy and I feel fit and in my prime, and in turn, I feel more confident in myself, right? And that's going to affect the way we operate throughout our day. And I'll tell you right now, it's a lot easier turning a bad day or a bad moment around when you and yourself feel happy, healthy, and confident. So one last time, number one, find the things you can healthily control. Number two, have an outlet. And number three, exercise. I swear if you find these three things, your life will turn around despite the highs and the lows, literally and figuratively. Okay, so that's all I have for this first episode. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. And for more updates on podcasts or music or equestrian or my nonprofit horse camp, um, Camp Courage for type 1 diabetics, please take a look at my website, typicaltype1.org, for more information or my type 1 Instagram handle, at typicaltype1. All right, thank you.